Hello, hello everybody and welcome to the prayer experience. Uh, it's uh, so good to be here today. It's Friday and uh, it's 1pm here in the UK and we are ready as always to pray uh, at this time. Uh, do please share this video with friends and family, get it out there on your platform so that we can have more people. We want more people. We want our army of people praying with us each day and do and subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. That's going to help too. That's going to help to get those prayers outward. You can connect with us or uh, live, of course, um, leave your prayer requests, praise reports and comments. We do love to hear from you. Also, there's a number if you want to speak with someone, if you want to pray with someone in person, then you can ring that number and there'll be somebody there to pray with you. And that sometimes is what we need isn't it? We're going to go straight in then and give thanks to God. We're going into Thanksgiving and we're coming from Colossians, um, book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 15 from the NIV. It says, let the peace of Christ, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful and we are aren't we we are thankful today for all your goodness and all your love what a blessing what a blessing love joy peace all that blessed peace that passes all understanding peace like a river penned the old writer uh spafford peace uh what a beautiful hymn that was Peace so vast and real and tangible that we can reach out and touch it. We can swim in it. We can laugh and splash and sink in it. Thank you, Father, for blessing us with your peace so that we can say with the saints of old, even in the direst of situations, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that when we turn to you, there is rest for our souls, that you refresh and you refresh and revive us. So we can thank you, dear Lord Jesus, for all your goodness, all your love, all your tender mercies, how gracious you are. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today here on this platform as we turn and as we turn and give our full attention, Lord, to you at this time of this day. Thank you for hearing us and answering our prayers today. And thank you for all the blessed saints that have gathered here today to pray and to intercede on behalf of the church and the nations. Lord, we declare in the heavenlies this day, peace on earth and goodwill and goodwill towards all men everywhere. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Let's go into the inspired word then. And uh, today I've come, I've chosen the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verses 24 to 25, a story we all know so well. And I'm sure a place we've all been into. It says this So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. Remember, Jacob had sent his family across the Jordan, across the river, and he stayed behind before he went on that momentous journey to go back and meet his brother Esau. 
When the man saw, sorry, so Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, <laughs> he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, one touch, and the hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Thank you, Father. Jacob had always been a trickster, a usurper. His modern day counterpart might be called a wide boy or a two time dealer, someone who was out for themselves and out to make a profit. And let's be honest, Jacob did well, he kind of did pretty well too for 14 years with his uncle Laban. He did pretty well, didn't he, spending that time there? And when he left his uncle Laban, he was a rich man with two wives. His scheming came at a price though as he had to leave his family and the place he was born after tricking his brother out of the birthright that of course was right, rightfully his rightfully Esau's it was when he was returning to the place of his birth many years later and preparing to face his brother that he wrestled all night with this man this angel in verse 28 Eight, we see that actually this man was God himself. Was it a spiritual battle he was fighting or a physical one? It matters little. It was certainly a battle of wills. <laughs> and Jacob fought all night. The entity, the power that he wrestled with, put an end to the tussling just before daybreak by putting Jacob's hip out of place. But even then, when Jacob knows and has to succumb, when he knows he's lost this battle, even then Jacob clings on to his opponent. But now not to overcome him, but to receive a blessing. He knows now that he can't overpower or outdo or outsmart or pull the wool over God's eye. But he finds the strength, like we all must do on occasion, to simply hold on, to cling on and not let go until the blessing comes. Jacob's struggle with God is symbolic of his struggle with his inner self. God wanted to enter into a relationship with Jacob. however. He couldn't do so until Jacob admitted his weakness of self-reliance, deceit and trickery. Jacob was indeed blessed. He received that day his new name, Israel. But first, he had to submit himself to God's will. You can't be God's man and live outside of his will. Jacob would carry that limp for the rest of his life. The wound he received would be a constant reminder and keep him in check, lest he ever started getting fancy ideas of going off under his own steam again. Every step he took from that day onwards would tell him, God is sovereign. God is Lord. And that he was now under God's command and subject to 
not his own will, but to God's will. Now he was going to do things differently. Now he was going to put first God. Now he was going to listen to see what God was saying before he acted. Now he's going to sacrifice what he wanted for what God willed. Amen. Let's reflect a while and, and pray on, on this wonderful scripture. Let's pray. Father God, forgive us, forgive me now for the times that I, like Jacob, have stepped into the ring and put on the gloves and set my will against yours. Perhaps because I thought I might know better. Today I submit, I take off the gloves, I step out of the ring and I kneel before your throne of grace. Forgive me, Lord, for wanting my own way when your way is better. Forgive me, Lord, for relying on my own strength when I am standing in the presence of an almighty God. Today, Lord, I simply hold on to you, to your word, to your goodness, to your mercies. I receive the blessing, Lord, today. Let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in our lives today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We're going to move on. We're going to pray next for the church. And our scripture verses from James chapter 4 and verse 7. Another one I'm sure you know well. This is from the NIV. It says this, submit, <laughs> surrender. That's what that means, isn't it? Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Simple when we read it, perhaps harder to put into practice. We've just, haven't we? We've just looked at the way Jacob relied upon his own strength. And how he wrestled with God and how God wounded him before he finally submitted to his will, to God's will. It would appear that God will have his way if we truly desire to serve him and make him Lord of our lives. As a church, we need to fully submit to his will over our lives if we are to grow and mature and to be the people that we are called to be. Let's pray now for that. Pray with me now for his blessed church. We lift up your church to you, Lord, your blessed holy church, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you would have your way, Lord. Help us to step aside, Lord. Help us to move out of the way so that you can move in and lead us and guide us and teach us and strengthen us, Lord. And comfort us too, Lord, when we're in need of comfort. Help us, Lord, submit to you and to your will. Help us, Lord, not rely on our own strength or on uh, our own reasoning and thinking to do your work. The enemy is indeed prowling around looking for someone to devour. 
Let us now then, dear church, apply James 4, 7 against the wiles and cunning and deceit of the enemy and watch him flee. Submit then to his perfect will. We do that now, Lord. And as we do, we resist the evil one. We resist all temptation and we stand strong in your word, Lord. We resist all temptation and we see that we can overcome in Jesus' mighty name. And when we do, the devil must flee. Help us then, Lord, to be a people who fully, who understand and are fully committed to your word, into putting your word into practice, Lord. It's the manual for the church. It's a manual for our life. And when we abide by what it says, then we're blessed, aren't we? And we grow and mature in the Lord and our churches grow. We gladly choose this day, Lord, to submit to you and to your will. The battle is yours, Lord. And we stand now victorious in the sure and certain knowledge that the enemy is defeated through your precious blood. Lord, we thank you that in our weakness, you are strong, that your ways are not our ways. That as we submit our lives to your will, as we humbly bow down and resist all temptation and flee from all evil, we see the devil for what he is, for what you made of him at the cross, defeated and broken, stripped of all power through the mighty name of Jesus. We call on your name now, dear Lord God, as we pray for the saints, as we pray for your church, as we pray for your church, Lord, that she would stand strong in these days, that your church would rise up victorious over all the enemies of God. I see an army. I see an army before me, the army of the Lord, both here and on earth and in the heavenlies. A vast, mighty army on her knees before the Lord, a victorious army singing songs of deliverance, singing songs of victory. We sing those songs now, Lord, together as we pray, as we cry out to you, Lord, strengthen your church, be with your church in these days, Lord. Lord Jesus, we pledge again allegiance to you this day and we humble ourselves and we resist the devil and we watch him flee today, Lord, even as we pray. Amen. And amen. We're going to move on. Uh, we're going to, as I often do, I'm going to lead us in a prayer for the persecuted church. Now, do remember to pray whenever you are able, whenever you can, to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. The scripture verses from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. And again, it's the NIV. And this is Paul speaking, the Apostle Paul. He says, pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. There's many Christians around the world today, even today, like Paul, who are imprisoned. Have been incarcerated or have lost their freedom for their faith in Jesus 
And just as Paul needed prayer and asked for prayer that uh, for himself in his situation, we too must realise how important our prayers are for the persecuted church. Paul, a prisoner in chains, knowing more than most the importance of prayer and how he in prison was dependent on the prayers of the saints. And it is the same today. The persecuted church wants above all else our prayers. Will you pray with me now then for our persecuted family around the world? That they too, like Paul, would be empowered through their suffering to fearlessly declare the mystery of the gospel. Lord, today we pray for the child whose father has been taken away. We pray for the mother struggling to put bread on the table, living in fear of more harassment from family, community, the authorities that oppose the gospel of peace. Lord, we know that until you come, it will always be this way. For you said yourself that we mustn't be surprised at the hatred out there. Hatred directed towards those that call on your name. If they hated you, then they will hate your disciples. We stand with them, our persecuted family today, Lord. Let your name be made glorious through their suffering, Lord. Let your name shine forth through their hardship, through their suffering, through that sacrifice, Lord, of standing up for Jesus, for standing on your name. Let your kingdom come, Lord, we pray, in lands where to be a Christian is met often with murderous opposition. Bless the persecuted church today, Lord, we pray. Give them peace, Lord. Put your hand upon them, Lord. Rescue people today, Lord. Send angels to open prison doors so men and women may even walk free in a miraculous way, Lord. Feed them, Lord. Feed your church, Lord, around the world, Lord. Bless them, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. We need to move on. Uh, we're going to pray for the nations and... Um, the scripture verse I've chosen is from Isaiah chapter 55, verse 9. And it says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Remember, everybody, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. That's you. That's me. That's all the nations. He's in control. He's not let go of the reins. We look around and we see so much suffering, so much uh, uh, anxiety and hatred and, uh, and uh, disunity amongst the nations. We wonder, don't we? But let us be reminded that God is his world and he is in control. Help us, Lord, see things then from your perspective. Help us, Lord, think beyond our feeble, our own feeble limitations. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us in this scripture that your ways are unfathomably beyond ours. As we intercede for the lost then, for those living in darkness, we remind ourselves today as we pray for blind eyes to be opened, that light, your light, is more powerful than darkness, that truth, the truth that is revealed to us as we read your word is stronger than error, that the grace in your heart outweighs the sin stored up in the hearts of men, and that there is more power in the Holy Spirit to convince men of sin than there is power in all the satanic forces 
to cause men to sin. Today, I want us to lift up. We've had a prayer request from our dear sister to pray from Iran. And I just, we're going to pray for Iran. We're going to pray for the UK. I want to lift up that nation of Iran. Would you stand with me for Iran today? Will you lift up that nation? Will you lift up that ancient nation that's talked of in the Bible? Would you lift up Iran with me now and pray for freedom in that country? We pray, Lord, for those protesters, for those students who are standing out to be heard and taking such a risk, Lord, for freedom as they stand for freedom and for what they believe, Lord. We pray, Lord, against the tyranny in that country, Lord. We pray, Lord, that that regime would be broken down, Lord. We pray for something better, Lord, to raise up from the ashes, Lord. We pray for something better for Iran, Lord. What beautiful people the Iranian people are, Lord. I met so many, Lord. And we thank you for them, Lord, that we pray against the evil, Lord, behind the regime that is controlling that nation at this time. And we do pray for freedom amen i want us to pray for the uk we heard today that there's another mini budget being announced and uh, really the economy is just falling apart in this country we need somebody don't we to take the reins and we pray for our government here in the uk at this time at these troubled times that um that some good would come from what is happening here that the economy would be restored and um, it would be saved, basically. We pray for the UK, Lord. We pray for all those in leadership, Lord, that they would hear, Lord, directly from you, Lord, that they would work together, Lord, in unity to, to for the better of the country, that they won't be so busy fighting one another, but would find a solution, Lord. We pray for wisdom for our leaders at this time, Lord. Amen. We stand on your word now, Lord, as we intercede for the nations, as we intercede for the hearts and souls of men and women everywhere around the, Lord, around the world, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you are supreme, that you are our God, that we can count on you, Lord, that we can lift up the nations to you, Lord. Have your way today, Lord, we pray. Break in, Lord. Break in, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. And so uh, we're going to pray healing prayers now. And the scripture verse I've chosen is from Jeremiah and it's chapter 30 and 17b. And it says, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. I will, <laughs> God will restore you to health and heal your wounds that is his word and we stand on that blessed word today as we pray healing for all those who we know who are sick we all know people don't we we can just lift them up now to the lord my dear brother david is still battling he's still very very poorly and we lift him up and we pray miracle over his life we pray for all those battling with those illnesses that the doctors have called terminal and we pray that this terminal will end in life that men and women would be miraculously healed lord in our land we lift up our dear brothers and sisters to you all those with tumors we lift them up today lord and we pray healing 
We pray wholeness, Lord. We pray, Lord, for those with cancer today, Lord, that they would too be healed in Jesus' name. We lift up our sister Anne Peck in hospital, still remains in hospital today. And we just pray, Lord, for uh, physically, for her joints, for her bones, for her knees, Lord, that they would be strengthened so that she can stand up, Lord, but so that she can stand up and be able to return back home. We thank you for our sister, Lord. We thank you, Father, for all the blessed work she does and all the goodness in her, Lord. And we pray that you'd reward her this day with healing, Lord. We pray for all those struggling who are uh, unable to get about, to move about, all those with back problems today. We pray, Lord, that you would just ease that pain, Lord, that backs would be straight, that discs would be put miraculously into place, Lord, and that people would stand, Lord, would be able to stand and walk, Lord, and be free from all affliction, Lord. We thank you, Father, just to let you know as you put your prayer requests up there, the team will continue to pray. We will continue to pray for all those who are sick, for we stand on your word, Lord, that says, I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. Amen. Amen. I think that is us. We seem to be out of time. It goes so quickly, doesn't it? We thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers today. We bless your holy name. We give thanks to you, Lord. And we thank you too, everyone who's joined us today. Thank you for being with us and praying with us. Tonight, again, we're back tonight. We're coming back with Prayer Express at 11.30 tonight. Do Make the effort to stay up and pray through that midnight hour because, uh, you know, God's going to move powerfully. I know he will as we sacrifice that time to him this evening. Do join us at midnight. And, of course, we're also uh, back tomorrow. It's a Saturday, so that will be 2 p.m. And we have Joanne with us. That will be a blessing. Until then, then, goodbye and God bless.
Join them, cry.